Welcome to the Slam Radio Podcast, featuring Good Morning Amigo. Morning, sunshine. The Ides of September. Tuesday, September 15th. A year on the calendar that will remain nameless. Find a unique way every day to announce the year. What an irony of a piece of garbage year. Not done yet. There was five storms yesterday in the Atlantic at one point. It was fun. None of them aiming this way, which is always good. <laughs> hey, you know what I thought was funny yesterday, Frank? What's that? Not that there was no basketball. All right. But that young Yendi was on the treadmill. And then afterwards, she cooked some, some against the rule meal that I'm about to rag on her about. I thought Sundays were cheat days. Those rules, your rules or mine? No, your rules. I'm only going by your rules. I, I, you're the one with the gallbladder issue, not me, dude. I know, but the, the, according to your rules, not for me, just rules. That didn't look like it was a an approved was, meal, well, unless you had ground turkey. Turkey meat? Is that what the meatballs were? Turkey meat? Yes, they were indeed. A la catalana, Cuban style. Turkey, ground meat, See, I have to meatballs. eat my words. And what was the rice all about? You know, rice has heavy oil content. Tú lo que te estoy diciendo. <laughs> you know, like, what was what was up with that? No, the rice, David likes to have rice. I can't I can't take the rice away from David. That's sacred. But it's basmati rice. That's his favorite. So you went, okay, so he actually likes the fufi rice. No, basmati rice is the white, long, green rice that they serve at Indian restaurants. Yeah, the so. fufi rice. It's, I like the rice they serve fufi. at Latin American. That's the one I like. The one that's got... The one that tastes like Cuban. All rice. the grease. Yes, yes. Mmm, grease is good. Mm. Dude, my grandmother, my grandmother used to get a, a spoonful of uh, lard and put it on the rice after it was cooked just to make it shine. Para que brille el arroz. What is that? That's the best ever. What are you talking about? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You gonna mess her grandma's cooking now too? What's going on with you? You're on fire today. I miss my grandma's Dude. cooking. My grandpa wasn't the healthiest. Yeah, well, I know. Neither am I. I got it. I totally got it. <laughs> so, yeah, she was working out for the world to see. I, I could never put myself. Like, the after workout pictures as it is is bad enough. Yeah, I've like, done that a couple of times. I said, Ixnay on the Ixtrapay uh, after the workout er- way because, no. One of my boys went to go motivate me yesterday to go work out, so he posted a video of him on the Peloton, and he tagged me. So then later on, he's like, you never got on the bike. I'm like, I did get on the I bike. Take my bike. stats. I'm just not going to post it out there. I don't well, feel right business. Yet. I'm not putting on my... If I do that on Instagram, I know my mom will stay off my back because as soon as I don't see... As soon as she doesn't see any exercise posts or yoga posts, she starts to get concerned. So she's the one motivating you. My mom always. She's yeah, always so, motivated. So what is the lily flower, Natalie? How does she escape the wrath of your mom? Natalie's She's... my mom's next door neighbor. She doesn't escape any wrath. She takes most of the wrath. <laughs> Yikes. Oh, wow. Can't do that. That's tough. Like, I live 10 minutes from my mom, and that's too close. But I would think, I would think all she's got to do is take that overly stamped passport of hers and say, I'm leaving town. I'm not dealing with you, mom. <laughs> No, Natalie and my mom are very, very tight. Natalie's got, like, some codependency issues with my mom. Oh, I see. Okay. Well, I bargained. I got more than I bargained for. But here's my question. So does she follow these diets that mom makes you follow? 
Yes. Oh my goodness. Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> all right. So we, uh, Frank, we see the source of all this. Now I understand. I see it. Now I understand. Okay. Well, whatever. Mama don't raise no fools. Mama for fools. You raise anybody who knows how to have fun by eating. There's nothing wrong with eating once in a while. I don't knock it. I think if I weighed a buck o two, I'd say the same thing also. Buck o two, that's nothing, bro. Well, what do you think Andy weighs? Andy doesn't weigh much more than a buck o two. Yeah. That's true. And Natalie's probably a few ounces under her. <laughs> so I think mom actually has the right idea because they're both felt. Both in good shape. Mm -hmm. Unlike you and I, who we are. Hey, I'm doing pretty good, man. Three weeks, 14 pounds lost. It's not bad. It's good. So we're just going to forget that I That's dropped awesome, 70 Frank. pounds over the last two years. And, and I'm going to be the, I'm the sloth nonetheless. I lose 70 pounds, but I'm still the sloth. Okay, that's good. I'll just continue sloughing around here. I remember I met you already with all the weight off. Yes. So I don't know any other version of that. You've never seen a picture of me heavy? Awesome. But pictures and personal, like it doesn't Whoa, do anything. I don't know about this. These no, no. pictures might make it very personal for you when you see them. Yes, yes. Well, Sunday. I may share one with Frank so he yeah. can share it on the screen. And yeah, I don't know that you're going to like sometimes my conscience tells me I can't tell that big a difference. Like when people post those things, sometimes, I don't know that that's going to be the case here. Big difference. Um, I stumbled upon the big difference when someone told me, dude, have you done the before and after? I'm like, I don't bother with that crap. You should take a peek of your pictures when you started doing this. And I did. And it's Jabba the Hutt compared to David Fisdale. Like it's totally different. It's another <laughs> human being. How do you feel compared to back then? I always felt like I couldn't carry myself. I had too much weight to carry. I always felt tired all the time. Now it's just my back because of the accident or whatever. Right. But I feel much better. I wish my back weren't because then I'd be more active. I'd be shooting around. I'd be doing things that I like to do. I've been unable to do that stuff for a year now. It has me a little you, upset. So You know what you can do to fix your back? She's going to tell me yoga, Frank. Kale. What is it? <laughs> Both yoga oh, and kale. God have mercy. <laughs> Did anybody see the abomination that was Dancing with the Stars last night? Absolutely I refused. not. Well, Tyra Banks ain't. She ain't it, Chief. <laughs> She's bad. We need Bergeron back. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, dun, is Tyra's dun, hosting dun, it now? Yeah, yeah, Bergeron's gone. Oh, man. Aaron Andrews is gone. Oof. No, Tyra's not a host for that. Tyra's terrible. She's not a host for she's that. She's terrible. Yeah. I didn't watch it, and I know she's terrible. The old man's not a judge right now. He couldn't get over from London, so they put, uh, what, Derek Huff to be the judge. Even for whatever design show that she had, I don't even know what the name of it is. I, I know she did a design show because somebody went to high school, actually won, or came in second place in the show. Um, but she was not a good host on that show neither. Well, Vernon Davis killed it yesterday. He did really well. How did Carol Baskin do? I didn't watch that long, but she was being a tiger. She was being a tiger girl, like she likes to be. Please tell me she came out dancing to "Eye of the Tiger." "Eye of the Tiger" yes, was the song. She did. Oh my god, that was that's her the song. Bro. Absolutely, I'm gonna have to look this up. one hundred percent. That's the song. She that's came phenomenal. Out yes, that's her song. That was her song, her first dance. Oh great! Figuring she's you gonna get eliminated go after one that. dance. So the one that was funny to watch was Anne Heche or whatever. She's terrible. Anne Heche, the short blonde lady, she was and short-haired blonde lady. She was terrible. Woo, she was bad. Do you remember when Warren Sapp was on there? Yes, I do. That was my favorite season. I, I just was so fascinated with 
the fact that Warren Sapp was so light on his feet. I loved it. The athletes always do incredibly well on that yes, show. They and do. a lot of people told me that a lot of athletes actually take ballet as they come up in the process because they want to be light on their feet. Vernon looked good, bro. Like, I don't know True who story. beats Vernon. Vernon looked really good. Go ahead. Oh, ballet and, and athletes. That's a true story. Ballet, Pilates, yoga, oh, yeah, all that yeah. works. Yes, Miss Shaq's yoga instructor. She loves throwing that in always our face. Always throws in that yoga. She always I have finds the witness a way. Who's to come on air to talk about that yeah, whole experience. He's not going to so. come talk to you. He doesn't remember you. Not Shaq, but my not witness Shaq does. Doesn't remember who you are. I took yoga with you. I don't remember taking yoga with you. As a matter of fact, I don't remember just taking yoga at all. I'm not a very flexible man. He fell asleep in the snoring, in the savasana part. The end, when you do your meditation. Is that normal to fall asleep at that point in time? If you're that exhausted, yeah. So that means and he was exhausted. That means you wore out Shaq. No, oh, Shaq. Yendi. Oh, that was during the conference finals. That's really why he played so bad, because you wore him out. No. He the, played great. Remember, no. they won the championship. What, was it the conference finals or was it the finals finals? The finals, finals. That's well, no, he, I started teaching at the conference finals, and that's then why he played good. The and then the regular finals, he played like shit. He played no. terrible. No, his free throws, his free throw percentage went up about point. Do I need to look up the stats? Do I need to look up the statistics? I clipped all the stats when I started. She's teaching gonna make me look up the statistics, Frank. While you, up, while you look up the statistics, Carol Baskin looked like she had a miserable time dancing. But she apps I clap her up for picking Eye of the Tiger. That's the funniest <laughs> troll I've ever heard in my life. I love Carol Baskin. <laughs> I couldn't get through more than 30 seconds of her dancing because it was very awkward, and I wouldn't be surprised if she's eliminated after week one or two. I don't know. I don't watch. I don't care. I think actually the first week they give him a pass, uh, literally. She needed it because <laughs> it looks not good, man. She's bad, huh? But I clap her oh, up for picking out of the Tampa. Tiger. Come great. on now. What, what does Tampa have to do with anything? There's Tampa. a lot of people in the population that don't know how to dance in Tampa. Have you ever been to Gasparilla? <laughs> yes. I have family in Tampa. They must be the part. They must be the part of Tampa that knows how to dance. It's the Hispanic part of Tampa. Right. Tampa's very Caucasian. Very, very, very Anglo-Saxon. Very there you go. Very Anglo. Very Anglo-Saxon. I'm sure not Carol Baskin did not disappoint her people. Not a lot of rhythm flows through Tampa. Is that what you think the situation is? I think so. I think that has. <laughs> I think it's something in the water. Okay. So I'm going to look this up. I'm going to warn you. They beat the, the Pistons in six games in the conference finals. Okay? And in those conference finals, Shaquille O'Neal played um, pretty much like a monster. He averaged 21 points, 22 points, 11 boards a game in that series. That was, that was the conference finals. Don't, don't get ahead of yourself. Don't get too crazy now. Because I'm going to show you my point. Because you bragged about taking them all the way to the finals, right? She bragged about it, didn't she, Frank? She did. My best playoff seats were during that series. She bragged about taking them all the way to the finals, right? In the finals, he averaged 13.7 points a game, 10 boards a game. Much different player. We had How the, long did he play in each it, session? I don't know. I don't know. I'm oh. looking at 211 minutes in six games. So he played what he was supposed to play. What he gets paid to play. But he his 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 offensive output was down. I, his I free throws were up though. I, were they really? Let me see. It's possible. I don't know. Free throws. 
Oh, he hit no, a- in the finals. No, but in the finals, he was 29% from the It free. doesn't matter. He hit the biggest free throw of his entire life, game five. That's true. I remember so that. I don't now. care what you say about Shaq and his free throw. Well, he hit 29% in the finals. He always said it. When I have to hit it, I'm going to hit it. And he went two for two from the stripe deep in that game. You remember. remember. 29% in the series, though. Here, bro. That's two terrible. Two late in the it's fourth. 42% in the series. that game, baby. Considering Shaq and his stellar free throw performance. He's he not very good, good at free throws. He's not. I that's know, not his thing. So. That free throw took us back to Dallas. And then that's when <laughs> we won it. And then, you know. We what? almost lost in 06 because of Yandy. Yandy's not allowed to celebrate with us. I'm just kidding, Andy. Dude, do I give Andy a hard time? Uh, yeah, well, you're a rookie hazing her. But this is not your fault. You're the one that wanted her on the show. Sorry, Andy. It's, it's true. You, no me jodas. You did this. <laughs> yeah, I'm starting to get to her, bro. This is what I wanted. I knew it would take a little time. She played that. I'm a tough Cuban girl. I could take it. Give it. Dish it. Dish it. I could take it. <laughs> and I said, it'll only be a matter of time, Frank, before I start. Knocking on the wood. There well, the goes. Cubans. She was very. She was very quiet. Her Cuban has sneaked through the cracks yeah, today. She's getting angry. First with her meatballs, the style. How she. Oh, you saw how she got mad. Saw how she got all angry when I brought it up. She got super angry. Like it really. All that whole Cuban Hialeah thing came out. She's very proud of being from Hialeah. Yeah. Never get a Cuban slash Hialeah girl upset. What's going you don't. On you don't want to see the ugly. That's side. absolutely true. That's why I stayed away from Hialeah when I went dating. Yeah, I did the opposite. I went completely the opposite. But you dabbled in the Hialeah streets. That's why it's opposite. Well, yeah, I mean, I lived there. Ah. What was I supposed to do? Ignore the women that were, like, walking in the Walgreens? My wife, the other day, when we went to your house, she's like, I hate Hialeah traffic. Like, honey, you're an unincorporated Miami-Dade, right? Yeah, it's not even Hialeah. It's Miami-Dade, yes. You have to and drive. that area's gotten crazy packed, too. A lot of people moving down here. Well, Broncos, they didn't get the job done last night. Titans beat them 16-14. Tannehill for 249 and two touches. Derrick Henry rushes for 116 yards. Apparently, Tennessee is undefeated when that guy rushes for 100 yards. It's 14-0 when he rushes for 100 yards or more. Yep. So we come back from break. We'll do, I'll do the baseball scores when we come back. And then we'll talk. Uh, we'll get Mario on today. And then we'll also have a conversation with Nicole. See how she's doing. How a world of stuff is going as well. You know, she's the host of the youth, and she usually is on top of stuff. So we'll get her to jump on and tell us about stuff. I don't know what stuff is going on. I, I was lethargic last night, to say the least. I ate. I went to take a shower. I laid down. I was very tired yesterday. I feel much better today. I'm full of invigorated energy. What did you eat? Glad to hear. I had a turkey burger. I had a turkey burger. Not bad, not bad. Did you put mayo on it? We eat, well, um, no. No mayo. Why would I put mayo on that? I stopped eating mayo. Burger. A little ketchup. Sometimes I put mayo on it. Did I put mayo last night? I don't think so. I don't think so. And then I had brown rice. They tried to shove a second burger down my throat. I said, no, I had the brown rice. That was fine. Weird combo. Well, brown rice is the only rice I eat, and since there was, like, I wasn't having fries or I wasn't doing anything like that, so I went with brown rice. You know. You didn't have burger buns or anything? Um, yeah. Did you use lettuce for your burger buns? No. <laughs> Just regular burger bun. 
Probably the only bad thing I ate was the bread. <laughs> but that's okay. All right, we'll come back from break. We'll do all that sports stuff, and then we'll get to Nicole. Maybe we'll get to Nicole. Maybe we won't. Rumor has it they've been watching some Harry Potter on their off time. I wonder why. Why is that movie coming back? All I don't know what the hell's going on with these kids. They, they, uh, between one of them liking Rick Astley and then them watching Harry Potter, they live in the past, but then they talk about the now all the time. That's Rick funny. Astley. <laughs> Rick Astley? Who likes Rick Astley? My son likes Rick Astley. That is crazy with the song, man. Yes. Never gonna give you up. Oh, one. wow. <laughs> Yeah, he digs that song for some reason. If you go to his profile, I think there's a link to the YouTube video of that song. I can't even make this stuff up. That's awesome. I mean, who doesn't like that song? That song's amazing. For some of us who remember when it came out, it did get old. Is it safe to say, has the statute of limitations expired, Frank? Can I say the truth about Rick Astley in this song? I you hear, made it so many times. But you hear this, right? You hear this, guys? Listen. Swear to you, we thought Rick Astley was a big black guy until his first album came <laughs> out. I want my whistle because that's a tough one to say nowadays. But I've been dying to say that. If you lived in those times, you cannot tell me that you didn't think before his first album came out and you saw he was 5'4 with Max Headroom hair. This guy didn't sound like he was 6'4", and he played O-line for the Dallas Cowboys. He was a karaoke sensation. You could see him up on the stage sweating. (laughs) You see him up on the stage sweating. He weighs like 280, and it's a hot karaoke June evening at the bar. I'm really disappointed your son's not in the Zoom right now because he would be absolutely dancing. Yeah, but I don't know who this person we just let in is. That's so can not, someone explain to me how you what you would call the, the little keyboard that Rick Astley used to I I wouldn't know. We're going way long on Rick Astley. And then my, my son's not even here to hear it, which is funny. Pay homage to his absence and come back on the other side. Some baseball scores, some sports talk with Mario. I think Araya's back. She can join us with the stuff going on around town. We'll have some fun. Don't we always? Good morning, amigo. Sirius XM 145, Slam Radio. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. This is Sirius XM 145, Slam Radio. Why was the basketball court all wet? Because the players kept dribbling on it. The dad joke. Corny, groan-worthy but also one of the simplest ways to share a moment with your kids. What did the buffalo say when he dropped his son off for school? Bye, son. (laughs) So take a moment to make your kid laugh, because dad jokes rule. Make your kid laugh today. Go to fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. 180 over 111, and I had a stroke. I couldn't speak or walk. This is high blood pressure. Get back on your plan. Go to loweryourhbp.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association, American Medical Association, and the Ad Council. Good morning, amigo. But you I'm see, it's a bad idea to do that. I didn't Bro. cry during the talk. Good thing, good thing. You're going to be home today, so nobody can see you cry. But I was fine. I didn't even cry. I was like, good. No, but the silence afterwards is enough. Oh, and then you give me that puppy look. Back. You give that puppy look you have. I'm just holding it back a little. Good thing nobody can see you crying tonight. I'm fine. 
stay home, privacy of your own home, watch it on Zoom. <laughs> you know, you can be a Richard sometimes. <laughs> Good morning, amigo. Weekdays, 7 to 11, only on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. We'll be back with Good Morning Amigo on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. To protect her home and family in a disaster, Karen was willing to wade through water, mud, and insurance paperwork. Yeah, I can do this. You go, Karen! By simply understanding and updating what her insurance covers and doesn't cover now, she'll be better prepared no matter when disaster strikes. Learn other simple ways to protect your home and family before a natural disaster at ready.gov. That's ready.gov. A message from FEMA and the Ad Council. Allison is perfect. I mean, she'd never tell you that. She's humble and perfect. She likes everyone. She even likes her untidy roommate's weird guinea pig. Allison, wait, are you texting and driving? Allison, no, that's the exact opposite of what I was just saying about you. Why, Allison, why? Texting and driving makes good people look bad. Visit StopTextStopRex.org, brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. There's no losing, only learning. There's no failure, only opportunities. And there's no problems, only solutions. So to me, what failure is, failure is the mother of all success. If it wasn't for Michael Jordan getting cut from his ninth grade basketball team, he wouldn't have became Michael Jordan. <laughs> you know, if it wasn't for, uh, I seen an, an article the other day where they were talking about Oprah Winfrey and how she got fired because she wasn't good for television. You know, you got people like Walt Disney who got fired, if I'm not mistaken, from a newspaper saying he had no imagination. So what do you tell them? You tell them, you know? You know that, that all they can do is learn and come back bigger, better, stronger, because all it's going to do is lead you in the right direction. See, if you're always winning, then you don't really understand what it is to win. You, you got to take those losses. You got to take those hits. There's got to be the valleys, the peaks, the ups, the downs. In order for you to, when it does happen, you go, wow, rico. you know, this is what it's all about. And not only that, it's never about making it, guys. It's always about maintaining it. That's the toughest part. On behalf of all of us here at Slam Radio, we would like to thank you, Pitbull, for making this dream become a reality. Stelio Chico Pitbull, Mr. 305, better said, Mr. Worldwide, put it down right now with the legendary, the one, the only, it's official, Slam Radio. If you think it's a game, play with it. Dolly. He's out of his freaking mind. He's nuts. Crazy. And now we're back with Good Morning Amigo on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Trying to send you a picture so you can put it up here on the screen for young Yendi to see the weight difference. I agree with you, Yendi. Most of the time, those pictures don't do you justice. It's it comes miserably short, and you have to say, "Oh my God, look at the difference!" And sometimes you're like, "Well, 
I see a little difference, but I don't see a huge difference. Um, I can guarantee you that there's a huge difference. And, uh, and I think you'll notice it the moment. I sent you one, Frank, but that's not even the one I wanted to send you. I, the one I wanted to send you is really makes it very, very obvious. Um, so, yeah, I, I lose all that weight, and you guys are the healthy ones, and I'm the, I'm the bad guy. All right, that's fine, I guess. Remember, just because you're underweight or you've lost weight doesn't mean you're necessarily healthy. I'm in great shape. I don't know what you're talking about. When was the last time you took a, a run around the block? A one what? A run around the block, a jog, a well, My back treadmill, doesn't necessarily allow bicycle. me to do it, but I do a lot of cardio. Like I do up and down these stairs to maintain cardio, and I do every every day. I do a short walk when my back permits me to. But you gotta please take into consideration that I have a back that doesn't allow me to do a lot of things in the evening. The evening becomes a real hassle for me. Yoga mornings. Yoga, yoga. What do you want me to do? Yoga. What's the yoga gonna do? Can you explain that to me? It's gonna stretch me. It's gonna make my back feel better. You think? Yoga is gonna activate the joints and the nerve system, all the things that require you to move comfortably. That's what yoga is gonna activate, and it's gonna help you recover. Recover? Mm-hmm. There's some pictures that he's showing you now. Oh wow! Um, that's not even the worst one. My God! Wait till you see some of them. You could tell on your chin. Oh, wow. boy, can you tell. Yeah. I don't know if this is getting visualized in the uh, in the video conference, but now she's getting the oh, wow moment when she sees. I've sent you like four pictures, Frank, just to drive home the point subtly throughout the show so you see that there's been a big transformation. So I don't appreciate being considered the guy who eats poorly and doesn't take care of himself because God knows I take care of myself sometimes, once in a while. <laughs> Not all the time. All right, let's talk about the stuff that's really important. Right, Frank? Right. Let's get to the stuff that really everybody wants to talk about, right? Hypertension? Correct. No, Yendi. Scores around Major League Baseball, Yendi. It's that time of the show. Oh. Twin Bill in Cincinnati, the first game, Reds win 3-1 to one over the Pirates. The nightcap, they also beat the Pirates 9-4. Reds now 23-26 and 26 on the season. Marlins best the Phillies 6-2. What's up with the Marlins? They keep winning and winning and winning. It's a makeup game from the 6th of August. They are 24-21 and 21 now. Doubleheader in Milwaukee. First game goes extra innings. Brewers beat the Cardinals 2-1. In the nightcap, Cardinals... Inch went out over the Brewers 3-2, so they split the twin bill in Milwaukee. Another twin bill in Seattle. Mariners over the A's in the first game, 6-5. The nightcap, the A's blanked the Mariners, 9-0. A's now 30-18 on the season. You like that, huh? Your A's keep winning, Frank? Yeah, buddy. Know it. Orioles on top of the Braves, 14-1. There's the White Sox 3, Twins 1. Appreciate that. Thank you very much. Padres beat the Dodgers 7-2. Padres are on fire. They're literally... They've won like eight or nine straight. But do you realize that they're a game and a half behind the Dodgers? They're a game and a half behind the Dodgers. They're 4-4 four four against them this season. 
And I think they've won eight or nine straight. Dinelson Lamette outpitches Clayton Kershaw. Pods win 7-2. That's crazy. Those are your scores around Major League Baseball. And we'll get to business with Mario. Mario, did you watch any football yesterday? I did not, even though my fantasy team was playing, and that's probably why I lost by 10 points. So were you the one that was up against my son yesterday? No, I go against him this week. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I probably win, though. I have some good by the way. No, you're not. No, you're not. So now you guys are going to talk smack on my morning show. That's good. Over your, A little. <laughs> over your fantasy teams. That's good. Yeah, he has no wide receivers. I have Mike Evans, Cooper Cup, Jimmy Watkins. They're really doing this. Hopkins who combined for 60 points. Okay, do you know that you're very close to having me go to Nicole and Uriah because they're going to talk more more important and interesting things in your fantasy matchups. So you didn't watch football yesterday, Mario. It was not one but two games to watch. You didn't watch it. I did not because I I don't really care for the Giants or Steelers. And... Uh, yeah, I would have probably watched the Denver Broncos game, but it was just way too late. It was so at 10 o'clock. Here's where you guys get exposed. Because watch this, Frank. I know Anthony didn't watch it either, did you? No, I did. I how watched did you, how did the you Steelers watch it? game. How did you watch the Steelers game? Explain because that. Because after my Google Slides night, I turned it on and I sat down and I watched the Steelers game and I watched the second quarter of the Broncos game, but it was really late, so I just went to sleep. Ah, so you did watch some football yesterday. Good. I, I saw the Juju Smith touchdown um, with about five minutes left. What I saw was game. a Ben Roethlisberger that looked like he's been slinging the rock every week for the past 52 weeks. Doesn't look like he's been out for 364 days, but he has. Didn't he rush for like nine yards on one play? He, he outrushed Saquon. Yes, he did. He um, He threw three touchdowns. I thought it was impressive because the say whatever you want the, the Pittsburgh Steelers year in year out are consistently good when they're not good they're good when they're good they're great when they're great they're a championship caliber team so you never know what you're going to get with the Steelers but if Ben is on and it looked like he was on yesterday man was he throwing the ball good yesterday um Steelers all of a sudden become an issue their defense plays better um, why? Because they get it out to big leads. They throw the ball. Ben loves to sling the rock. And if he's got receivers to throw the ball to, um, and apparently he does, not just with Juju, but this number 13 kid is outstanding. Um, you you have to Washington. Uh, yeah, Washington. He's outstanding. This is a team that can quietly sneak up on you in the AFC just because they can move the football and they can stop you from doing the same. Now, their success is a week-to-week thing like it is most with most NFL teams. But the consistency that Mike Tomlin brings to this, to this squad, as does a Ben Roethlisberger, it's if he can stay healthy, the Steelers are going to be a tough team to beat this season. What I saw last night, and I know it's game one, I know it's the Giants, it was impressive. Guys hustling, there was a fumble. And Juju Smith dove in where there was four or five Giants players picked up the fumble. Uh, you make your own opportunities sometimes. And a key play in the red zone, big pick on a big defensive play, and a guy who didn't give up on the quarterback who was running, who was rolling out to the left, didn't give up on chasing him, and that made the difference. 
you know, some big plays. I think Juju caught two touchdowns yesterday. But three. He caught three, huh? So, you know, obviously there's something going on there with him and 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 Benji. Um I I really think that they're gonna be a force to be reckoned with in the AFC this year. And also Benny Snell Jr., he had nineteen carries for one hundred thirteen yards. That's pretty overlooked in my opinion. That's pretty good rushing. Well, he was he was hitting the holes. Their offensive line played well. He was hitting the holes. The thing with the Steelers is they always have somebody that can do it. So Connor got hurt yesterday. You know, and yeah. they always seem to have two or three guys ready to, ready to take the task on. And yesterday was no different. Although Snell gets a lot of reps, you know, he had to take on a little more of the weight. And even though it was only 19 carries, the truth is that O-line was really being, um, what's the word, helpful? <laughs> they played well. That team played very well. I don't think the score indicates how well the Steelers played. Um, watch out for the Steelers this year. Just an observation that I made. I did not stay up to watch the nightcap. I was just too tired. I couldn't do it. But tonight, ladies and germs, we have a game seven and a game one. Where do we start? All right, we'll start with game seven. Denver, once again, coming back from 3-1 down to force a game seven. I think the outcome will be different this time. I think you get a little tired. I think that bubble thing is not what everyone seems to think it is. Um, man, but Denver's good. They play good when their backs are up against the wall. I think Clippers win today, just because I do. Um, wouldn't be surprised if, if Denver came and, and did the job. I know that my son's been bragging about Denver. God knows for how long. Uh, but I think there's not enough gas in the tank, and I think that guys like Kawhi and guys like um, and Paul George are just going to be too much to overcome for Denver. Depends whether or not Pandemic P shows up or playoff P shows up. He's going to be the X Factor of that game, for sure. I completely agree with you, Mario. Game one of the Eastern Conference Finals begins tonight between the Celtics and the rested Heat. Yeah, buddy. I, um, I like game ones. I think game ones set a tone, except if you're the Lakers. You can lose those and still win your series in five or six games. Um, no, actually, in five games, both times they won them. Um, the Heat have to win this game one, and I'm going to tell you why. Because the Celtics team poses a challenge to them because of their depth. I know that they didn't smartly use their depth in that series against the Raptors. I think they're going to be forced to against this team because of matchups. And I think we're going to see guys get minutes that didn't get minutes in the last series. The question is, is how do they manipulate through that? I think Spolstra has more experience as a coach. Like, we have the advantage at the coaching position. And um, I think that when you see the Heat playing as a unit, and Frank and I determine they're, they're 10 deep as far as guys that are serviceable, that are getting minutes, that are contributing to everything. Um, Heat have to win game one much more than the Celtics have to win game one. Your thoughts, guys? I agree. All momentum is hidden in game one. And I feel if they set a tone, they win by 10 points, let's say. I think that really sets a tone and really gets the ball rolling for the Heat. I think this game one, I'm not saying it's a must win game because, yeah, you can lose a game one, but still, They're I think all it's must a very win at this game. point, aren't they? Like, don't you need to win them all? Yeah, yeah true. But it's not really that must win season on the line game, but still, it's a very important game in the series. Yeah, I mean, Miami said. All the momentum. They're eight and one in their past nine. The Celtics just came off a brutal and emotional seven-game series. I have the Heat taking Game One, 
I mean, it's going to be a great matchup, though. Both teams are really deep, and both teams have great coaching. Uh, I would need to watch a few games to see which direction the series goes. I don't, I'm not sure yet. Well, I think it's a hard-fought series. I think it could go seven. I think it probably will go seven. Um, and as much as I tell you that I think you know the Heat have their hands full, I believe the Heat win. I think they're one or two deeper than Boston, and I think they have the advantage as far as coaching goes. So that's that's where I believe things are going to happen. So thanks for talking some sports with me, guys. Let's move on to the news. We've got Nicole and Araya in the bullpen ready uh, because our news topic today is one that striking a chord with a lot of people, but yet kind of flying under the radar. Nicole, Araya, how are you ladies doing? Good, how are you? Doing wonderful. Tell me a little bit about these California fires. I think there's a confusion that that gender reveal that sparked some of the fires are responsible for all of these fires. Can you, can you clear this up for us? Yeah, there's a, there's a big smoke cloud when it comes to that. Not many people know about entirely what's happened with this. Quite frankly, most of these fires have actually started with lightning strikes that normally happen in California. And as well, they've been fueled by the record high heat waves that California is now experiencing, which again, as I said before, it's just fueling a lot of these fires. This, this gender reveal, really, if you look at it in a grand scale of things, only caused a very minute problem that they have. This is causing incredibly dangerous air qualities all from California all the way up to the close to the, can, uh, the Canadian border. One of the highest like record of the worst air quality is around 521, which is near Oregon. And it's kind of intense seeing this. And that's, that's, in, that's one of the highest uh, sections of hazardous air quality that could ever happen. Quite frankly, it's, it's normal up to around 50. So the fact that it goes all the way up to 521 in some of these areas is very intense. So far, at least 35 people have been killed by this fire, and 1 million plus acres of Oregon have been completely burned. So there is a big cloud of people thinking that it is the gender reveal that have caused a lot of these fires, but this just, a lot of them, a lot of what's happened in Arizona and Utah as well have all been really caused by lightning strikes and by their arid climate that are just fueling what's happening in these places. Also, there is a, like, biological kind of approach to it. Well, I don't know if it's, like, biological. But, um, you know, California has been burning for a while. This isn't, like, new. I went to California, like, two years ago, and we had to actually switch our plans because the mountain that we were going to go hike at was burning. But, you know, um, uh, the way that the government... Mom... The way that the government um, fights these fires, they've been suppressing these fires that have been uh, ravaging, ravaging California. But um, the fi- the forests actually need these fires. They've been burning since, like, we know, like, since the 1800s. They need these fires to um, stay alive. And, you know, the government has been suppressing these fires because, you know, um, they have a zero tolerance policy for these fires and um they've just been having no fires for so long that um the forests start getting crowded and they start collecting fuel like you know um extra plants 
There's um So let me ask you, so you're saying some of these fires are, are are actually are actually nature correcting itself a little bit? Yeah, people, people um well actually it was like not when now, it was before, obviously now it's before these are these fires they are needed crazy. them. Right. These fires are kind of crazy. These are a lot more than what usually no. Yeah, all right. So, because the forests are ready to handle fires, like regular fires, but now because of these crowded forests, you know, and these crowded forests are also thirsty forests because um, uh, there's a lot of new plants that are fighting for the water. They're um, like, what's it called? They're starving the trees from this water and um, the big trees from this water. So there's like too many trees in this forest there's also a lot of fuel that's building up and you know now there's this climate because um california has already had this climate so now that there is a new fire because um there wasn't any fires for a long time also there was a drought in 2011 through 2017 um there was a drought so that's why now there's these new fires that are just like way too big and way too much to handle for California. But if they would have just let the fires burn naturally, like they would have, this would have never happened. But um, California has this like zero tolerance policy for the fires. Is it because now, people, it's just too is much. it because also, people live mountainside? It's because they, um, they didn't let them burn by the way, because they needed profit from the timber and they didn't want to lose any profit from the timber. That's an interesting perspective. Is it possible because there's so many people in California that live on the outskirts of these, you know, these mountainsides and these forests? And I like I'm wondering if it's personal safety that they're looking after as well, because there's some valid points in what you're saying. I just I also think, you you know, if you let it burn naturally, it's one thing. But sometimes these fires burn a little out of control. Maybe that's perception because of the way the media reports it. But um What's going on right now, it's 27 times worse than what's usually happening at this time. Um, and we're not even in the fire season. It's towards the end of the year that really there's a lot more fires in that region. So I think there may be concerns because of how these fires were sparked. Um, I want to, again, I don't know enough. I'm being taught here by our students, Frank. This is what I love the most. Um, I'd like to believe that some of it has to do with what Araya said, but I also think there's got to be some negligence going on um, and I also think that to a certain degree, um, if these are, if this is the natural course of things, because I, I am a firm believer of sometimes nature takes its own course, um, then this is something that shouldn't be messed with. But my bigger issue is that it's so much bigger than it, norm, than it normally is. You want to be careful that all of a sudden it doesn't get out of control. I mean, there's a lot of fires right now in that region. It's affecting many states. I, these I'm not an expert, but I would be worried about all those fires. Uh, just me. These fires are the worst in modern history that California and just the West region has seen just in general. Like, that's how intense these fires are. And, 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 and as you mentioned before, it's not fire season yet. And Araya brings up a good point that sometimes the, it's like they, a lot of, of the local regions will put fire to certain places because they need to for the, for the, uh, it, uh, Say I can't it. say in, it. for construction species. for construction for other reasons and, for whatever reason they feel appropriate they burn down I've seen it happen all the time yes yeah even here like they do that for the invasive species so that the the, the species that are supposed to get the water and and and, and the nur the nurturement that they're supposed to get gets it fair enough so 
it's just that a lot of these were just sparked not by that. A lot of these are just lightning strikes and very spontaneous. And it... Which would also, by the way, lend to Araya's theory about the drought over those six years from 11 to 16 or 17, where now, you know, the, the course of that forest has changed. And now a lightning strike may not have before sparked a fire. Now it does because it's drier. Right. I mean, just I'm trying to read between the lines here, but there's a lot of stuff here that goes hand in hand with it. Um, the concern is, is everyone has the concern, but it's an interesting fact to see that some of this is supposed to take nature's course. And that maybe when man gets once again trying to get involved in things that nature needs to take care of, um, man screws it up. I don't know. I, uh, I was alarmed when I saw the news yesterday and I realized how big the scope of those fires were. There's two companies right now that are under lawsuit in California for their roles in forest fires going back to 2018. So there's, there's been, in, over the last 10 years, a human factor in yeah. all these wildfires. So Raya makes a, a good point about sometimes you got to let nature take its course. Like one thing, if it's burning uncontrollably and you're trying to make sure it doesn't, but but once you start causing fires on purpose or once you start manipulating where the, like now you're messing with stuff that maybe you shouldn't mess with. And I'll tell you honestly, as, as infinite as my wisdom I think is, I had no idea that that was part of nature's course, those fires. Did you, Frank? I had no clue. I had no clue about I that. I just thought the region was dry and fires were part of life that they deal with, like a bad rainstorm here in South Florida. But Correct. Who would have thunk it? Who would have thunk it? Thank you for your input, ladies. I appreciate it. Very much no appreciate it. Look at Araya spreading knowledge again. Love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. All right, so much to get to today on the other side. Again, we're excited about this heat game today. This is a place that he'd have not been since LeBron left. Correct. Because even as exciting as it was the following year, and the Heat went to a Game 7 against Toronto, which they lost, uh, that was to get to the Eastern Conference Finals. We are in the Eastern Conference Finals already, and it should be interesting to see what this, where this road takes us. If it's to the pots and pans road, or is it to what a great season... A shame we lost in the finals. I feel like I'm going to play with pots and pans anyway. Yeah, Frank seems to be ready with pots and pans. That's I'm about to bring my pot and pan tomorrow. Listen, if they win, game, if they win game one, you're not bringing pots and pans. In. I will second that, Frank. And you're egging him on this uh, vegan treat? You know how long it's been since we've made noise in this town? We need to make some noise. <sighs> Get that. Juju going. The Juju. Juju plays for the Steelers. I got a couple noisemakers. Oh, I'm going to bring up. Ooh. Guys, we got to win oh. a few more games. Why are we? No, no, no. I'm not bringing them right now. I'm not bringing them right now. But we're making it to the finals. Those pots and pans are going to be here. Because I'm going to make noise from here that LeBron's going to hear all the way over there. So I got to make sure that's I rattle That's what you them. want. You want You want to play LeBron. That, I know that that's deep oh, down. Want. That's exactly what you want. I want all the smoke. Because how, much, how delicious would it be when we beat them? And it would be like. When we beat them? Oh, my God. You realize we get back again to that thing about when he plays, he's the best player on the court. Spoh knows all his weaknesses. You think he knows all his weaknesses? Oh, I know he does. 35-year-old LeBron is a little different. What is that? 35-year-old LeBron, someone has something on there. Is that you? I think it's your son. And a shooter will have plenty of interest after. 100% it was your son. All right, we'll come back from break on the other side. You're listening to Good Morning Amigos, Sirius XM 145.
Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. This is Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Still here, Chico Pitbull, Mr. 305, but I said Mr. Worldwide, putting it down right now with the legendary, the one, the only, it's official, Slam Radio. If you think it's a game, play with it. Dolly. He's out of his freaking mind. He's not. Crazy. And now we're back with Good Morning Amigo on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Good morning, amigo. So I have uh, I have a youngsters working on some stuff there. And we're gonna get into the conversation of these fires. We say California, but it's California, it's Oregon, yeah, it's, it's Washington. Washington, it's all that strip up there. Like it's pretty crazy. We were watching the highlights yesterday of the of the Mariners game, um, and There's a couple of games that had all cloudy skies. Yeah, man, this guy robbed the grand slam through the smoke pretty much, and it was a, it was a remarkable catch that he made. I believe it was against the A's. So in all of this, as they're working on their stuff, I just made a shameful admission to you. Do you know that I have not yet, this is their third or fourth week of school already, third week. Oh, this might be their fourth week already. Gosh, where did the time go? Well, where did the time go? That's crazy. Um... I haven't, in my mind, programmed that my daughter is not a part of all of this. It's very strange. Uh, because there's no real touch of people being here, it would, if they were here, it would obviously she would not be here and her absence would be felt. Because it's on a Zoom that we deal with everything, there's an interaction that's missing in all of this. For example... True story, Frank and I have yet to meet Yendi in person. Facts. That's a fact. I tried coming in in person, but well, I told you I was bringing a bunch of kale and you didn't want me well, in you're there. you're going to bring in the kale this Friday, apparently, is what it looks like. Oh, yes. Um, I got I'm one. so used to her being here. Since before this was here. That I just, there's just the assumption that she's here. I had a, a dinner conversation yesterday about something that went on in class and looked at her as if she was there. Yeah, it's weird. No, I mean, I, I, what it reminded me about it is the promo that you play about me going home and crying or whatever. So, like, obviously the sadness of her graduating is over. Right. You know. What are you going to do when she gets married? Oh, I don't even want to see that day. I was, I didn't, come on now, hold on, hold on. The same way this whole crap, I had to show you pictures of fat me to realize that much <laughs> I lost. All right, I'm going to go ahead and give myself some applause. While there are moments that I've been known to not be afraid to let a tear shed, I was very, very good during the whole graduation thing. 
You were. I do give, um, I do applaud you for that. But then again, you were distracted. Oh, I don't think it was distracted. I focused on making sure that I didn't make a blundering idiot of myself crying. Oh, you're going to be such a cute wedding, Dad. How fun. <laughs> Why would that make me cute? Can you explain this one better? Because you're going to be like the strong dad that doesn't want to cry, but then as soon as you see her walk down the aisle, you're going to lose it. I don't know. Mm. I, don't I know. will put $20 on that. <laughs> 20 years from now, we'll be talking different. I don't know. I don't know, Andy. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I thought, I thought for sure graduation would get to me. And and for some reason, I'll, I'll cry over the silliest things, and then that stuff I don't cry over. You know, I'll watch it stoically uh, and absorb it and enjoy it, you know? And well, you do have a princess, though. You have an amazing, amazing daughter. She's, uh, she's all right. She worked out to be pretty good. She's a smart young lady, driven. I'm very proud of her. I just ordered some bracelets from her. Oh, nice. She's doing some custom order for me that I specifically asked. She was more than willing to deliver. Work, off-season, off-court, work, 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 She work, does work, work a lot for being, she's got her college courses. Yeah! She's supposedly program director, though she owes me something. She's late with something. She yeah! owes me something, but she does that here. She has her own little... Side, I like to call it a hustle, hustle. but you yeah. can't call it a hustle when you're talking about your girl. So you, I can't, you know, it's, she doesn't have any hustles. She just has a little small thing that she does that she earns a little extra money on the side. Which she does very well. Pretty cool. Yeah, makes bracelets. <laughs> kind of cool. Not just any bracelets. Really, really high-end fashion bracelets that are very, very stylish. <laughs> There you go. See, Anthony, you can tell her now that it wasn't me gassing her up. It was Yendi gassing her up. Yikes. Yeah, young Yendi gassing her up. I post, I repost and whatnot. But you know me. I I sign a contract where I'm not going to do things. Like, she, Yendi can say whatever she wants. I'm going to stay away from it. Girls support girls, always. Well, I'm a boy, and I support her. Even better. Yeah. I believe her initial business investment... <laughs> Came at the hands of my bank account. <laughs> <laughs> that's angel money. Come on, that's angel investment money. I know it is, but it did come from my bank account. Like, you know, it has to come it's, from somewhere. <laughs> it's okay. That's what dads are for. Yeah. Funny little discussion at the, at the hacienda the other day, Frank. Get ready for this one. Oh no. So, my daughter has a nail appointment, of which my wife tells my daughter that the, now that she's earning her own money, that she could pay for her own nails. Yeah. Yep. Well, I had entered into a contractual agreement with my daughter. Uh-oh. For the time being, I would be taking care of her manicures. Why is this? Because she got them. Because she's my daughter, bro. Why Don't. else? What am I going to do? Don't. So the moment she came, the it. impasse came where... It was brought to my attention while they were both there, and my wife very strongly and firmly telling her, I told her she could pay for it now, and she says that you said that, that you would take care of this. Is this true? <laughs> like, yeah, it's true. Uh... <laughs> Y'all, we leave it right now. Yeah, that one's on me. <laughs> <laughs>
that one's on me. So yeah, I had a little. Uh, I'm like, I pay for a bunch of your stuff. Who cares? Plus, I'm not of the mindset that I pay for anything. We all chip in, except the kids, of course. <laughs> they just consume and eat. They consume. Uh, Thank you so much, man. Yeah, he was so helpful. <laughs> Thank you, Anthony. <laughs> That's a soundbite. Young Andy doesn't know what that soundbite is. So while they were at Radio Row, I must commend them. They went around and they asked famous people to do drops for Slam Radio. That's why you hear a lot of famous people doing drops for Slam Radio. And every time my son asked for one and he got it, he would answer. He would Thank you, man. He would say that. He'd say, thank you, man. Thank you so thank much. Thank you so much, man. So it comes out on all those audios. Thank you so much, man. <laughs> that was live. That was live. <laughs> that was live. So that's become, if you, you're not on at 11 when we say goodbye, we sign off. The last thing we say when we sign off is the sound of him saying, thank you so much, man. Yeah. I love it. That's awesome, Anthony. So we, it's become a staple on the show. Thank you so much, man. Yeah. So we make it's so cute. <laughs> we make fun of him a little bit because of that. Um, Nicole. Um, yes. So let's just say, for argument's sake, parents spoil their kids. Do, par uh -huh. do parents have a tendency of spoiling the female more or the male more? Uh, I think it goes down to the female because it's like the little girl, especially if you're the youngest, hi. <laughs> if you're the youngest, I think you get a little more of the, oh, but she's the baby sort of thing. Uh, but I also think it depends on who the parent is. Because if, if you're a mama's boy, you're going to get the... You're going to get your mom defense, obviously. So some of you are finishing up your, your little assignment for today. So I know some of you are incognito right now. Uh, Anthony Frazier, have you finished doing your recording and submitting it? Because I wanted to ask you your, your point of view on this. I'm still, I'm still uh, All right. working. All right. I figured you were. Uh, keep going. Gerald, do you have a house where there's a woman as a sister and a woman as a mother? Um, and you have parents that do they favor the boy or the girl? What do you, tell me honestly? <laughs> I love doing um, this. I would, I would, I love doing okay, this. Okay, you're probably gonna get me in trouble, Minion, because you, you know, my mom listens to this show. Uh, but <laughs> I would probably say they favor my sister more because she's like the girl, you know. But also, I get a little favoritism, too, because I'm like the baby of the family. So it ends I'm... up evening out. That's what happens in my house. Yeah. My daughter's the girl. My son's the youngest. So yeah. it balances. And then, you know, there's there's this hidden agenda where we, we say my wife favors my son and that I favor my daughter, which none of this is true because I, I believe we're pretty even with both of them. I even give my wife credit for that. But at the same time... The joke is always because, of course, then she defends me a lot. But really, he is uh, he is attached to her, and she's attached to me. It's really the, it's a fact of what it is. There's usually one parent you attach to more than the other. But I've always felt that no matter what, in a house of multiple siblings, there's always one that gets favoritism. Always. So in my house, it was me. I was the youngest. I was the best looking. Um, I was the youngest by far. <laughs> so they were already older when the baby came around. And I was just so darn cute. 
Uh, then I was really smart, so I always had something to say from a very young, tender age. I'd say things and embarrass them all the time. I learned to read at a very young age, and I would read the billboards on the trains, and people would see a little person that didn't look old enough to maybe walk, much less read, reading, and I would embarrass them, and I would do things all the time. And I was playing pranks from the age of three or four. I was uh, Arisco is the word that they used with me. Uh, a little timid, but still, I would play jokes as my as my way to to show who I was. I was definitely the favorite. There's no doubt. Uh, Mario, I, I, you have an older sister. Is that correct? That is correct. Is she favored or are you favored? Uh, I, I knew really she was favored. I knew she was favored. Frank, she has to be favored. She's the cheerleader, right? She's the smart one in the house, right? No? Yeah. Nope. yeah. <laughs> well, the thing is, I didn't really live with my sister all that much, so I can't really tell. I guess... Well, I'm the youngest. I'm Mario, assuming you win. That. You win by being the youngest. I can guarantee that. Mario, don't lie, man. Yeah. I didn't live with my sister either, and I still know my sister was the favorite. Yeah, that's how it works out because she's the youngest. And too, in fact, my brother in my house was the favorite. I was not. He was younger, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. That's how it works. Yeah. Anthony, how was it in your house? Not Anthony Fraser. Anthony Milian. <laughs> <laughs> He's either frozen or has chosen a perfect time to say nothing. Blink if you're there. No, he froze. What a funny way. Oh, my freeze. God. That's a funny way of freezing. I thought he was like just like that's kind of giving you a stare he's down. really frozen. <laughs> or maybe he's not. Yeah. It'll be even funnier now if he's not frozen. My baby brother's almost 30, and he's the favorite. He's by far the favorite, always. By far the, the favorite, yeah. Araya is the middle of three. Well, there's like levels to this, okay? <laughs> so um, it's like gender is a factor, but not really because it all has to do with the ages. We're all favorites in like different ways. Isaiah's like the favorite for them and like turns like talking to them. He's funny, man. And, he's like, so engaging. And like he's just, you know, their first child. So it's just like, you know, the favorite. And then there's me. And I'm the, you know, the princess. And I'm just the favorite. <laughs> all. Like, all together. Like, mainly. You know? And then Eli's just, like, the spoiled brat. You know? The little kid. He's, like, a little baby. So we all, like, spoil him. Like, even me and so my brother. he's the youngest one, so everybody spoils all, like, him. Different. Yeah, but then you're spoiled because you're the girl. And then Isaiah's the person. Isaiah's just Isaiah. Isaiah's you know Isaiah. how he is. What a person. We missed out. The radio station missed out on him. Imagine like he's got Araya's wit, and he's just he's just so deathly honest. <laughs> it's, it's, he is uh, more honest than Araya because Araya's yeah, pretty honest. Yeah. No, he's pretty more like yeah, he's. Araya knows where me. to hold back. Araya knows where to where to do this, and like Araya knows. How to, <laughs> she knows how to finesse herself Ar- around. Araya, remember, Araya's gonna go big places. I've always said it because she's a smart young lady, and she gets it. She, even like when she gets mad, she gets it. But she. Araya knows how to maneuver through. He, so Isaiah's like the juggernaut. He doesn't care what's in the China to go shop. right through it. All right. He's my brother. <laughs> he's my brother with an immense amount of brains because he's a smart kid. He plays he plays defense against his own brain. He's a smart guy. Plays defense against it because whatever. He did, but he's a smart kid, and more importantly, he's so funny. I do agree with what Araya said. There are levels to it, and every parent has their favorite for certain things. Like, I'm the favorite to be yelled at. 
I'm always the first one to yell, yell that for whatever me reason. Me too. Me too, Frank. Me too. You see? Well, but in my house, me it's too. always my fault. So that, you know, that always works out. Well, you know what? It trained me for when I got married because it was always my fault when I was a child. All of a sudden, now I'm married and it's always my fault. I'm so held I, responsible. I've learned to take it. I'm held responsible. As Anthony makes his return, he doesn't realize that he froze at <laughs> such a funny time. <laughs> I yeah, I know. Picture. I asked you, I asked you, who's the favorite in your house? Oh, it's me. <laughs> It's not even close. <laughs> like, it's. I'm not, I'm not saying that yeah, I'm I was waiting for it. I wasn't going to ask for it. I'm too hard, man. I couldn't find the button. I, I'm not saying that Amanda gets hated, but I mean. <laughs> Someone knows his role really well. But you know yeah. what's so yeah, funny yeah, yeah, is yeah, I've too. never heard him admit it that way before. <laughs> I am on the floor. I can't <laughs> believe he just said it that way. That is so funny. Well, I mean, when you eat chicken nuggets for every meal of the day, you have to figure you're the favorite, right? Well, the thing that's funny about Anthony <laughs> is well, that's my the, menu, the menu of what we are going to eat revolves around him. And it makes me so, but this is oh, yeah, his mom's fault. This oh, is Anthony, sucks, since bro. he that's was crazy. like, since he was like a little jit all the time. We had to go eat early on Fridays because by 745, he'd be passing out wherever we were sitting eating. So if you didn't go early, his bedtime came before the fact we needed to eat. I'd say bleep him. <laughs> so you're saying he's been an old man since he was oh a child. My I remember God. a couple months ago, I went to your house, and by 9, he was like, I'm going to sleep oh at night. Like, what are you God, doing? Oh, my God, this guy. You don't even know It's Saturday. It's 9 o'clock. It controls. I sleep early and wake up early. It yeah. controls the pace of the house. Like, he is the heartbeat of the home. Oh, my. And the only person that, that dwarfs him on that is his mom. Because his I mom. Can't. His mom does a good job of that too. Like when she wants to control the pace of the day, you you bet your bottom dollar, pace of day control. <laughs> um, but he has a way of, and then he's the master, not even negotiator, he's the master schmoozer. So when things are going the way exactly he wants them to go, <laughs> he'll walk around and distribute kisses. Just <laughs> random kisses. And you know that he's happy because he's getting to do whatever it is he wants to do and nobody's bothering him. It's he's checking through to make sure and there's nothing that anyone's mad at him about. <laughs> so he can keep on being so happy. So he can keep on being happy doing whatever he's dorking up and doing. Ah. This, this, I'm just being giving you a, a view from the other side, right? Am I am I accurate with that, Anthony? You caught me. Yeah, I mean, you caught me. <laughs> so, you know, but I, there's always a perceived favorite in the house. But, you know, from a parental standpoint, Frank, you only have one child. Uh, Yandy, you're not there. I have two. I have Cooper. Well, but come on. Cooper's I have Rocky. Go on. Cooper and Rocky. I have two human beings. Thanks. Every so often, I, like it happened last night with Amanda. I just sit there and I look at her. She goes, what's going on with you? Nothing. I'm just looking at you. Well, That's because, creepy. Well, because as a father, you realize what went into you being sitting there and the notion that you're part of her creation and then her upbringing to then be an 18-year-old adult sitting there being responsible, doing something. She was being responsible, doing something. And I was just looking at her. My dad would do that to me, and I would look at him and be like, bro, you're so soft. But now that I have Addison, I do it, and I called him not that long ago, maybe three weeks ago, and I go, remember all those times that I would tell you you were soft? Because yeah. you would look at me? He goes, yeah. I go, all right, I understand now. Yeah, it's tough. It's, so just sit there and look, and, I, and it's hard to believe that I had a lot to do with that. you know. And then when this cabron is a wit, 
is all over the place and he's trying to be funny and whatnot, you know, and I look at him, I go, well, is he trying to copy me? Because, but I see him and I see a lot of what I used to do when I was his age. And it's just, it's funny to look at it. That's why it's impossible for a parent. I guess my whole point is it's impossible for a parent to have a favorite. It just, it doesn't, you guys may think that exists. Look, there, there's Kimberly Kim coming in. <laughs> She's like impossible. Woo! She's it's coming impossible. in red. I'm with Kim. I don't know what Kim's going to say, but I'm with Kim. That's not true. Not, That's not, not true. I, I don't have any siblings from my mom's side because um, I'm a single child from my mom. But when it comes to my dad, academics are what makes you uh, a favorite. So... If you don't do good academically, you're not his favorite child for sure. Preach. And and for for sure right now, his favorite child because we're us we're seven from my dad's side. His favorite one is my brother that's in college because he's in college and my little sister and me because we're academic academically like smart. But when it comes to everyone else, he will say that no, they're not enough. So like that's not true. I come from a divorced household, and my mother, I can attest to this, that my brother's her favorite, and I've called her out on it. And she's literally told me, she goes, you're just like your father. You remind me too much of him. So for that, I'm disqualified oh my God, for fell. being the favorite. Disqualified. Yeah, my mom, my mom admitted to me last weekend in a conversation. She told me not to tell my brother and my sister. But that I, because I was the youngest, I was her favorite. I'm sending this to Edwin. She flat out said that to me. I'm sending this to Edwin now. <laughs> yeah, so, you can you can be the favorite. Uh, there's mean, no just, doubt. She says there's no doubt in her mind that I'm her favorite. But not to tell just ask your wife. I'm sorry? I said just ask your wife. You can be a favorite. I'm her favorite. And she said it before. <laughs> She's yeah, she is, she's very open about it, but, but she gets mad. She'll do it when Amanda gets on her nerves about it. Oh man, come on, Amanda! You know Amanda reminds me of Jim from <laughs> from the office. From the office, she's always up to a prank, always <laughs> up to something. And Anthony is Dwight. And Anthony, <laughs> no, you know Anthony does have a Dwight syndrome to him a little bit. Yeah, that's, uh, I like that. Who would be Michael though? Michael would be me. Oh, 100% he's Michael. Who, me? Yeah, you. Yeah, I'm Michael. <laughs> that mug, though. You, you gotta love that mug. It comes in handy. Oh, boy. Here, good morning, Amigo Series 6. I'm over. having fun with our students today. Uh, did you guys finish your assignment? Yes, sir. I went really long yes, and really went off topic. But what I really wanted to talk about were these fires on the West Coast? Um, I'm alarmed at some of the numbers that I saw yesterday in the news. And it goes to tell you, it's been on the news every day for weeks. Am I not right? And I'm the first one to preach to you. I preach to you guys about get the news, be, be informed, yada, yada, all this crap that I tell you. And I'm getting informed by Araya today about what's up with that. Between a little uh, ABC Nightly News with David Muir... And then uh, Good Morning Amigo News with Araya and Nicole. I got edu educated on a topic that I have a funny feeling a lot of people don't really understand the facts of what's going on. Um, you guys were given an assignment to report as if you were from the region reporting on the fires. And you learned facts through a research that you did. 
and you put together a 60 to 90 second bullet. I'm not going to play that stuff on the air. That's class stuff that we do. But you had to learn about the topic, and it's a topic we've been openly talking about today on Good Morning Amigo, and wanted to get some of your thoughts. Not so much the Arias or the Nicoles of the world. I hear from them often. Same goes for Anthony and Mario. I want to hear from the, from the Lucas Bermudas. I want to hear from Sabrina. I want to hear from Brittany on this topic. Uh, did you learn, in that 30 minutes or that 25 minutes, did you learn something about those fires that you didn't already know? Get the impression Araya already knew everything she needed to know. Brittany, did you learn something about those fires you didn't know? Honestly, I've learned about many forest fires, so nothing really surprised me, seeing as this one compared to others wasn't as bad from my research. I heard that this one wasn't that much, but honestly, it's shocking to see the outcome of what a gender reveal party can actually cause. So the thing about that is, is that there's a lot of misnomers because there's been fires in that region that are crossing 10 the state 10 state lines am i correct is it 10 states that are affected by these fires right now am 10 i states accurate? that are affected but individually for different reasons not all of them have the same sort of fire raging but there's other reasons but the region that is acres. oregon washington california that's all kind of a range of fires that are connected correct uh, to some degree, at some point, there's fires that have become connected, yes. So the one from the general reveal is one of many and a separate mm -hmm. incident, but that did cause some damage. But collectively, yes. Brittany, these fires are like 27 times worse than normal this time of year. And it's because there's been a lot of activity. And, and Araya was saying, you know, there's some involvement there. It gets a little deep, but the bottom line is I think that there's human interaction to this that has accentuated this and made it worse than it needed to be. Um, but I learned in the last 18 hours, right, Frank? So I'm curious, you guys couldn't have been all versed up on this. Was I the one that missed out on this? Like, Mario, give me give me a chance. So I, I want to, like, Monique, did you know about all this or did you get some stuff clarified in your head as you were reading through and preparing for your assignment? like i heard about it but i wasn't like too much like giving like any reason to listen to it but i learned so a lot about it a lot about it in it i um what was alarming to me was how many homes had burned down did you hear those numbers yeah does anybody have like, those numbers handy yeah i think well they evacuated like twenty one thousand, if i'm not wrong Anybody? I'm getting them now. Monique just said it. Twenty-one thousand. No, yeah, that's yeah, that's not wrong. It's around. It's over twenty-one thousand. Twenty-one thousand evacuated. How many houses mm -hmm. burned down? Have we had a number on that? I could have sworn I heard something yesterday. We have almost six hundred structures have been destroyed in the majority of the Santa Cruz County area, and two thousand structures burned down. So that's nuts. And thirty-five dead, twenty-two missing. Yeah, and there's about 24,000 structures that remain threatened. Structures meaning building, office, house, whatever. Mario, aren't there, aren't there more people missing, though? Like, weren't there a couple of hundred people missing in one city alone, one town? Well, I was mainly focused on Oregon on mine. And in Oregon alone, there's twenty, at least 22 people missing. Wow. So President Trump yesterday, I'm not trying to get political, but 
you know, he did mention that there has to be some sort of um, forest management that has to be changed. But the governor of California, as well as the head of forestry in California, both believe that it has a lot to do with um, more eco conditions. Am I, Raya, you can step in here and correct me at any point. But I know what we discussed this morning, but I know that the governor of California is also claiming that there are some things that are making this um, get to the point that it's at. And and I, I don't know if that has a lot to do with man-made or, 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 you know, climate change, I think, is one of the things that came up in those, in those meetings yesterday, which Trump really didn't seem to be very... Um, receptive to hear. On. yeah he wasn't receptive and i also didn't get the impression you know at least i'm sitting here telling you all right educate me i don't know he's pretending to know and he knows as much as i know he was the way he reacted to it was very like you know upsetting because you're the president and you're just ignoring science. This isn't the first time this man has ignored science. He's ignored science with the coronavirus. And now he's ignoring science with like an actual fire. And I just I just think that, you know, since it doesn't really affect him personally, he just doesn't really care, which isn't what the you, president should you do. Hit you know, a point, your people. You hit a point earlier about the timber industry. Sometimes I wonder, every time, like, I'll tell Frank this all the time. Yendi, you haven't heard me say it enough, but I always say follow the money. Like, wherever there's money, there's a reason for something to be happening. There's a reason for there someone to be doing something a certain way. Follow the money. It's always about them. Like, Frank, is it even handy? We don't use it anymore, but some of our students will laugh when they hear the sound bite. Um, Here comes the money. This came from Young Andy. I always made a joke about how in sports, everything came down to money. It wasn't about sports. So whenever we ran into a story or something that had to do yes, with sports and money we would play the song and i had a hat that i would wear that's a money hat um i always tell people to follow the money somehow some way that's where there's peril that's where there's a crime or that's where there's a vested interest and i can't firmly believe that as human beings we can't control that to a certain degree and i guess what like i happen I don't know enough, but it seems very logical what Araya said earlier in the show, Frank, which is there are some fires, you just let them run their course. What's going on here has a lot to do with men getting involved, and not men, but man getting involved in nature's activities. Um, I just don't want to see fires that are tw raging at 27 times a greater clip than they normally do when nature is setting fires. That's that's a lot of fires, and I'm very concerned about it because it's 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 a lot of real estate that's getting burned down. I gotta imagine that there's some sort of adverse effect, not just to the climate, but to the region and the air quality, for not just the next few days, but the next few months. That stuff lingers, man. So uh, I found it to be a very interesting topic for us to touch on. I just don't think it's right that. Um People should be blamed for things like this. The ones that should be blamed are the ones that are irresponsible, the ones that threw the cigarette butt on the floor, the ones who did the pyrotechnics. Those are the people that should Those be Those people have a lot to do with what we're experiencing right. today. Um, 
I think there's a combination of things that can get this under control, but all the common denominators in those different things are that there's men in it. You know, I think Mother Nature will run Mother Nature's course if man doesn't try to mess with it. So that's the best way I can say you can do it, if you know what I'm saying. That's the best way I can explain it. I just think more more than not is, goodness, pray for people in the region and the people who have to put out those fires. God bless them because that's not easy at all. When we come back from break, we'll get to some sports. Remember, the Miami Heat are playing in an Eastern Conference final game today. Yeah, buddy. Woo! We'll talk a little bit about that on the other side. Pots and pans. Is it time to bring them out already? Oh, boy. I think it's way too soon. We'll talk about that. Have some fun. Gracias to the Heat on the other side. Good morning, amigos. Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. This is Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Stelio Chico Pitbull, Mr. 305, better said Mr. Worldwide, putting it down right now with the legendary, the one, the only, it's official, Slam Radio. If you think it's a game, play with it. Dolly. He's out of his freaking mind. He's nuts. Crazy. And now we're back with Good Morning Amigo on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Back here on Good Morning Amigos, Sirius XM 145. Good to see some football on this week. But I'm excited about Baloncesto. I am extremely excited. It's my Miami Heater in a in a dogfight now for the Eastern Conference Championship. And they uh they start their series tonight, game one, from the bubble between the Miami Heat and the Boston Celtics. But I'm always so careful about being overconfident. One thing is the big three era. In fact, the two and two finals record is to me a little bit of a disappointment. They should have gone 3 and 1 or 4 and 0. Oh. At least 3 and 1. Not a big deal. Whatever. They went to four straight finals, which was pretty amazing. You should have at least beat the Mavericks. Yeah, I think the Mavericks should have gone down. But I guess my point is and you can uh, correct me if I'm wrong here. This is a team that you should really be looking at as a Cinderella story. Absolutely. So why are we getting cocky about a Cinderella story? Because that's our team. <sighs> Cinderella always lives happily ever after. Yeah, but once in a while Cinderella marries a bum. Well, we the Miami Heat, we're looking for a glass slipper. So what's up? La chancleta de vidrio. I got your chancleta de vidrio right here. <laughs> Dude, I don't want to get overconfident. You with that cowbell and and the other young Yendi with this confidence. Like, don't go offering yoga lessons to anybody, please. 
You almost ruined it for us in 06 with Shaq. With My yoga is very effective. I understand, but Shaq, he went down in flames to your yoga. You made him fall asleep. Shaq he went from 21 points a game to 13 points down. a game. Yeah, I don't know. Hit the biggest free throw of his life, though. So you think that she helped him concentrate on that? I do. I think he was like... You're going to yeah. give her credit for that. Same way I give you credit. I have the clips. My grandfather at the time, rest in peace, was actually clipping all of the stats. My grandfather was the one that told me, if you just started teaching this guy, start taking note of his points. So you got clips and you kept... Now, was this during the playoffs? You haven't been able to rectify for me when this was. It was in the months leading up. So it was during the semifinals and then the finals. He would come to my studio, which was next to the arena, right, like midnight. Now, when you say the semifinals, you say uh, the Eastern Conference finals, or are you talking about the quarterfinals? The quarterfinals. The quarterfinals. The ones there was, he started, which was the series before the championship series. And then during the championship series, he couldn't do more yoga, I guess, I'm assuming. Yes. So he, he tapered off. Obviously, he's busy trying to win a championship. But right. during that phase, that two-month phase before that whole championship, he was doing meditation techniques. He started at Shaq's okay, so Home you, so you got him late season is what you got him. I got him late season. Yes, because if two months elapsed, then that's yes, different. The that, timeline that's, to make. Right. And you had him in March, April when he was doing the playoffs in May, June. Or late April, May, and June. Okay. Yeah, so then maybe you did help him score a little bit. If you can find Dan Garcia, he can attest to what I did. Well, I don't know who he is, but Frank, for, I, I, think, I think for, for the sake of the show, like I think we should just say that she... She did a terrible job. No, she'll get mad at me if I say that, Frank. See here, yeah. this this is a delicate one. I can't make fun of her here, because she did get to be his yoga teacher. That's like, I guess that's a trophy of some sort, right? Mm -hmm. Like of all the people he could have been taking yoga from, he took it from Young Yendi. And I wouldn't say it unless I had a witness. If I didn't have a witness, I wouldn't be saying it at all. Younger Yendi, actually, because this was a few years back. This was almost like a baby Yendi. That's a great young. story. I can't, uh, and I do remember him doing the yoga. Don't you remember that, Frank? I remember that. Maybe you don't remember it. I don't. Yeah, you were probably in high school or something. Yoga. I remember him doing yoga. That I remember. It's crazy because I had just gotten certified that that particular time. I had just finished my 250 hour certification course, and he was my first client. Random. So he Shaq he gave him. he gave a rookie a chance. Look at that, he Shaq did. being he did. stand up Definitely dude. Did. I admire him very much for all of the personal um, endeavors he's taken towards, you know, fighting crime, fighting crime against children. So I, I, I really admire Shaq. Anybody in this group not a Miami Heat fan? Me. Lucas is not a Miami Heat fan. I'm not a Miami Heat fan. Yeah. Jermaine, you're not I'm a Miami Heat fan. I'm a Lakers fan. You're a Lakers fan. So you're going to be rooting for the Lakers against the Heat in the finals. You see what I did there, Frank? <laughs> I see what you did. Monique, you don't root for the Heat. Who do you root for? Oh no, I really watch basketball, but I was I was always a Heat fan. Oh, so you do root for the Heat? Okay, Lucas, who do you root for? The Celtics. Oh, <laughs> um, uh, Nate, wait, listen, minute. listen. It's hold because I got minute. family. It's got I got family in Boston. Like most of them live there, uh -huh. so I just have like blood there. So uh -huh. I just support them. Lucas, what city do you live in? Miami. Yeah! Oh, yeah. Miami, oh. baby! That's what's up! That's what's up! Let me tell you what. I'm gonna tell you what, bro. 
I'm the pulse of Heat Nation. All right, oh, we got all of Miami, all ready to go to rock and roll. How about this, Archbishop Coleman Carroll, Catholic school. Our boy Lewis works over there, right? Yes, he and he made this video because they got the nuns at Coleman Carroll shouting out to Kendrick Nunn out of the Miami Heat. And guess what? We infiltrating Boston tonight because they're going to be virtual fans today. It's a Boston home game, and we got some Heat fans in the house. Yeah! Let's go, Heat! Let's go, Heat! Let's go, Heat! Let's go, Shout heat. out to my boy Luis Perez out there at Coleman Carroll. If Heat win it all, I'm just saying there's going to be, like, chaos, chaos over there. Chaos over there. Definite chaos. Yeah, like, it, like, like last time I went to one, um, they had they were climbing on top of the I forgot what's it called, but it's right there in right in front of Bayside. Jermaine, who do you root for? I got I got the uh, oh man I got the Heat on seven the Heat. You think the Heat win in seven? I do too. Yeah. Heat in seven. Oh yeah. But I got a question for you. I'm not. Go ahead. I'm all ears. Um, who do you got? The Clippers and the Nuggets. Tonight, Clippers Nuggets game seven. Game seven, uh huh. Well, like I like to fondly refer to it as game seven, bitches, because game sevens don't come very often. There's Yendi giving me the side tilt of the head. Yes, game seven. Nuggets. They've been there before. I told Frank. I think they're tired. I, I think Clippers, they have too many tools in the shed. I think the Clippers win tonight. I think they win a close game, but they win tonight. I think the Kawhi factor plays a role. Kawhi likes this stage a little bit. Kawhi's good for 30 tonight. I think the Clippers win. I got the Nuggets. You think the Nuggets make Ooh. the comeback a second time, huh? You sound like, mm -hmm. my, you sound like my son. My They're the 3-1 on Kings the right now. Yep. Jamal Murray is going to prove you wrong, Dad. I've been telling you this. The entire playoffs, he's a different animal. He's, he should be a top 10 point guard in the league. I don't understand why he's not considered one. He's a great playoff performer, and he's going to prove. Well, just remember, just remember this. Keep this, keep this tidy to your, close to your little pocket there, young man. Is experience always beats with wisdom, youth, speed, power. And I'm not saying that because of the teams that are playing against each other, but I'm old and wise and you're not. And I'm telling you that this is a team, this is a team that has to be tired from putting themselves through this. It's not just playing 13 basketball games in the playoffs. It's playing most of the time from behind, as they have in every one of these series. It's a terrible place to be, and it does take a toll on you physically and mentally. And I think that the Clippers are a good enough basketball team with enough stars on that team where they're not going to fall short today to a Nuggets team that's got a couple of guys and a bunch of tired veterans that are like, enough is enough. How much more of this are we going to be able to endure? So I see the Clippers winning tonight. Like I said, a close game, but the Clippers win. And um, what's going to happen is the, the Lakers are going to probably mow through them too, which is crazy. Just throwing it out there. Um, but let's see how the Heat handle game one. I'm not ready to be so confident like the rest of you. But game one does, to me, set the tone for the rest of the series. And I like teams that win game one. I, I'm a big fan of when you win game one, you win the series 
more than three quarters of the time. There's a lot of stats you can make that work with. But there's something about winning game one that, to me, it sets a tone. If you're going to win in five, you win game one unless you're the Lakers. Because that just doesn't happen. When you win game one, you, you know, you're more likely to win in four or five than anything else. So Keep that in mind as you watch the game tonight. The first one tonight is the Heat game, and then the game seven is later on, is the nightcap. We're going to struggle again tomorrow morning. Oh, God. Well, I, yeah. last night I didn't give in to the last game. I just was like, goodbye. Oh, me too. Not watching football. But this is playoff basketball, and it's a game seven. Snitch, snitches. Let me say it another way so that Yendi doesn't go like this again. <laughs> See? Look, her head's straight this time. You're still getting the look. Yeah, I'm still getting an evil eye, but that's okay. Um, how many of you will actually watch the game? That's a definite. I will for sure. Anthony Frazier, you're not going to watch the game? No. I just, I just see it on my Instagram. Okay. Man, you must be a busy man. Okay. I I don't know, man. I sheesh, Playoff basketball. Like if they're playing a random game in February. I don't care. But yeah. Gosh, playoff basketball. I got to watch it. Brittany, you watching it? I'm sure your brother's watching it tonight. No, we're currently out of town, so I don't think we're going to be oh, watching basketball. no basketball. No basketball. Okay, that's fine. Oriah, are you watching the game? I know Lucas is because his Celtics are there. No, I don't. I might not because I don't even know how to properly watch it. So nobody even watches basketball anymore? Sabrina, are you watching the game tonight? Yeah. It's Taco Tuesday, guys, and it's Miami Heat basketball. Those are the two of the best things ever. Aren't you guys excited for that? No. Tacos are tacos are subpar. You give them too much of a hype. Calm down. Oh They're my. not that I good. I eat tacos on the weekend. Oh, I know you didn't want to say that. Tacos can tacos, no, tacos are subpar. They're not the tacos best. Tacos are great if they're not American and they're actually Mexican tacos. Yep. True. True. I agree with that. Well, they need that real Mexican food. Tacos are cool. I don't know about you guys. All of a sudden, there's like this whole taco smorgasbord of tacos. I, I just like tacos. I like tacos subs tacos better. Santiago's tacos are good. I like subs better. I'm a hoagie guy. Not on Taco Tuesday. Especially yes, game hoagie. one with the Miami Heat. Come on. Let's do some guys. Come on. That's just an excuse. That's a marketing ploy. You can make a Mexican night out of any night of the week. You sure can. Mexican Monday, Taco Tuesday, Tequila Thursday, Guacamole Wednesday, uh, yeah, Fajita like Friday. <laughs> That was good. I like that one. You earned the whistle for that one. That was good. That was Fajita good. Friday, Salsa Saturday, Sazon Sunday. There you go. Every day can be Sazon Mexican Sundays. night. Sazon Sundays. Oye. Sazon Puerto Rican, though. Why, why do you want to knock down my Taco Tuesday? Because I have to deal with it when I get home. I get home and my wife's like, what's for dinner tonight? I'm like, honey, it's Tuesday. Mm, Taco Tuesday. I'm like, oh, man. Does she really go down that road? Oh, yeah, 100%. And then she does what I just said. So it's Thursday. I'm like, honey, what do you want? Oh, let's do tacos. Honey, it's not Tuesday, but it's tequila Thursday. And I'm like, okay. Tacos are life. She doesn't drink. It just helps her out with the with the justification of why she wants tacos. Here's here's a, here's a throw. How about a Cuban taco? What huh? is that? I'm good. No, thank you. What is a Cuban taco? Nah. 
you get the pulled pork, the mojito pulled pork, you put it in a soft taco shell, a little bit of um, extra mojito on top, and you're good to go. That's a Cuban taco. Wait, that's just pulled pork in, in a taco shell. Pulled pork taco. cooked in the Cuban tradition. Okay, hold on, guys. I got to hear this correctly. Say this again, Yandy. Slow roasted pulled pork made with mojito, which is what most of us Cubans are used to eating. Uh-huh. Grab that carne, which is the pork carne, which is not fried. It's actually stewed. Oh, it's good. It's stewed. Nice it's very good to eat. But where do you put this? In a taco. Y'all, we leave it right now. Oh, no. <laughs> no, no. I put anything in a taco. I put mushrooms in uh-huh. tacos. I put pork in tacos. What, what, what? Black beans and tacos, fish and tacos. What, what, what? That's not a taco. That's just random food in a shell. (laughs) Yes. Thank you, Mario. Yes. (laughs) But it makes my Tuesday so happy when I say it's Taco Tuesday. Just go with it. All right. It's Taco Tuesday. Woo-hoo. No. Didn't work. Didn't work. You, you tried forcing of, it, the, but it's not But the natural. beauty of Mexican food is you can't have it seven days a week, and not because it rhymes with other words. <laughs> it's not about rhyming. It's the, the letter starts. Like, is there a pizza words. day? No. Alliteration. Fridays is pizza day. Man, I, haven't, I haven't had pizza in, oh, man, it's been a while. I miss having pizza. Mmm. Pizza. I could make you a vegan one. Nope. Uh, no. Why no, do you see? But no. 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 Make you a non-vegan no, no, one. No. 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 There's there's cauliflower pizza. There's cauliflower. You tried it. It tastes bad. Here's my thing, Andy. Cheese that doesn't have milk in it. That's not gonna work. Nope. It's cashew based. Cheese that isn't cheese. Correct. Good job, Lucas. <laughs> Had to come from the Celtics fan. Come on. You're killing me. All right, you. calm down. Like, like, I don't even <laughs> watch basketball like that. I'm going to send you a clip from The Rock and Michael Cole from a couple years ago so you can enjoy it. All right, off the break, we go on the other side. A little more of this, a little more of that. Good morning, amigos. Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. This is Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. The views and opinions expressed on Good Morning Amigo are entirely those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of Slam Radio.